I hope you're mentally prepared for the novel my mother sent me. I am physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually prepared for Thoughts of Paulina's Mom. Hello and welcome back to Take a Moment, a Bachelor podcast. For Paulina's friends, I'm Annalise. And for Annalise's friends, I'm Paulina. Paulina. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this is a this is an interesting episode that we have to discuss here. Remember when I told you at the beginning of the season that I found Zach charming? Yeah. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> We all make mistakes. We all get pulled in by charisma and, you know, seemingly being interested and kind and stuff. We've all been there. (laughs) Made a terrible mistake. (laughs) Man, I just like, what is with half of these men just don't know how to handle this week, I feel like. I understand that the premise of Fantasy Sweet Weeks is strange. Yes, but it has always been strange and I feel like it's recently that it's become like an issue yes I agree with that like it was working fine when we all just accepted that it was a terrible concept but made sense correct yes yeah like now I feel like they're thinking too much about it honestly like I gotta say I hate Nick Vial he did fantasy suite week right he only slept with the girl he was going to propose to Mm-hmm. Matt James didn't sleep with any of them, just used it as time to talk to them. Um, and pretty much everybody else fumbled the bag royally, and that's why they're not in relationships anymore. But here, here's the thing. Matt James used it just to get to know people and didn't feel the need to advertise that. Yes, exactly. Like, we didn't know that until, I think, like, a couple weeks ago, even. Yeah, like, the problem is deciding you should announce what you're doing in Fantasy Suites no matter what. Like yes just do it whatever it means to you just do that (laughs) yeah yeah right and like we'll get to Zach talking to Katie but like if you're really worried about what you've done maybe like ask the women once you get to the fantasy suite and the cameras go away and your mic packs are taken off and you're actually alone then maybe say hey Do you want to know, like, what has happened this week with the other relationships? Like, is that important for you so that we can continue to pursue what we have? Yes. So, uh, um, you kind of touched on this, but we open up the episode with um, Zach talking about what Fantasy Suite Week means to him. We get a little recap of his relationships with all three women. And then he sits down with Jesse and with his whole chest proclaims that his best friend, Sean, told him to not have sex with anybody. So he's not going to have sex with anybody this week. What do you think Sean actually told him that? No, no, I do not think Sean actually told him that. I think Sean said like what I did was I didn't sleep with any of them because of my religious beliefs. Like I believe sex is for a man and woman in marriage. That's what I did. And I think it helped me see the relationships clearly and like figure out who I was the most emotionally compatible with by taking away a large part of the physical relationship. I don't think Sean said like, don't have sex because you will get pregnant and die. Like, I think Sean just was talking about his own experience and his reasoning behind it. What about you? 
Oh, I'm with you. I highly doubt Sean Lowe was like, hey, dude, I just think it's in your best interest to not sleep with the women. <laughs> I think he was probably just like, oh, like, yeah, I didn't sleep with women. And Zach was just like, oh, so sex is not allowed because that Clayton messed up really bad mm-hmm. when he slept with multiple people. Ben Higgins got in trouble just for saying he was in love with two people. Mm-hmm. Like, no sex. Right. Ben Higgins presumably had sex with more than one person. I don't think he's ever talked about his fantasy suite experience, but like mm-hmm. he didn't get in trouble for the fantasy suites. He got in trouble for his words. Mm-hmm. It is like, and I think even to an extent, Clayton got in more trouble with Susie because he told both Gabby and Rachel that he was in love with them and he like was intimate with both of them but to me and correct me if I'm wrong because it's been a minute since I've watched Clayton's season like she seemed more hurt by the extent of his feelings and what he shared with the other women rather than like the sex itself yeah she had said that if he was intimate with other people like she would have a hard time moving forward Mm -hmm. but she seemed more upset by the words he expressed with the intimacy aspect Mm -hmm. of it like the combination of the two so I think you're right in that sense I just like I I think I mentioned this in an earlier episode when we first saw the preview where Zach said that he was not going to have sex if that is what is important to you in a relationship if that's your stance on sex because of your personal beliefs your religion like whatever informs that decision if that is how you treat all relationships independent of this show that's great that's your personal belief system you do you Mm -hmm. based off of interviews Zach has given it does not seem like that is how he handles relationships outside of this experience and from what happens in this episode we can assume that he is not waiting for marriage until sex yeah so I just don't understand why you need to make this decision in this environment so publicly and loudly if it's not actually what you believe about normal relationships correct it doesn't make sense it doesn't add up <laughs> the math ain't mathin <laughs> um he also says people think of it as sex week. No one th- says that. No one. Not until you said it. <laughs> um, which once again and brings us to what happened with Rachel Reckia and Zach in their fantasy suite that he has such a strong stance on fantasy suite week. Right, because we learned from his chat. It was a little bit of a throwaway line, but I think he said he and Rachel did not have sex in their fantasy suite. What happened that this man is so terrible at Fantasy Sweet Week? Right? Like, you would think, hmm, this went terribly with Rachel and we didn't have sex. Like, maybe that would help me figure out who to choose. I don't know. The or whole like, thing is fishy. If they had slept together and he was like, things were weird after that. Like, that would make sense. But that's not the story he's telling. Right. Is it because he's respecting Rachel and not airing his sex life? Probably not, because we know he has no problem just airing it to 
national television. Yep. As we have seen, he does not think about that. I I want to stop wondering what happened. Same. But I'm also scared of the answer of what happened. Yeah, that's fair. I would pay, let's see, I'd pay a decent amount of money, like probably a hundred bucks. I was gonna say, a hundred would probably be my my thing. So between the two of us, that's two hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like I just, I just want to know what happened. Do you think either of them will ever say what happened? I think if we ran into Zach, drunk, in Austin, we could get him to tell us. Yeah. He seems like he would be a very gossipy drunk. Yeah, I can see that. Rachel. Probably not. I feel like she's showing too much growth, which is great for her, but bad for us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and we know that Rachel is good at keeping secrets because um, when she and Tina were going through their breakup, she alluded to something about that each of them shared about themselves in the fantasy suite or like during their relationship after the show that mm-hmm. neither of them would want publicized. So Rachel's a good one. Rachel is a good one. Also, she seems to be thriving after her breast reduction surgery. So I'm mm-hmm. super happy. Also, did you see Susie did that podcast and said that she thinks Rachel and Clayton were more compatible? Yeah, I did. Like you and I had been saying all season. <laughs> I think literally everybody except for Clayton understood that he and Rachel were more compatible than him and anybody else. I knew a lot of people that were team Susie. Interesting. I didn't understand them, but (laughs) that was our side note. We can go back to talking about this season. I just needed to take a break immediately. Yeah, same. (laughs) I anticipate we will have many a tangent during this episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, even Brother Palmer kind of pushes back on Zach saying like are you sure you want to do this like you're going to be tempted Mm -hmm. and Zach sticks to his guns for now sticks to his guns (laughs) I wonder if they gave Ariel the first fantasy suite just to see if Zach would immediately flip and I told you that he was most prepared to not sleep with her because he Mm -hmm. knew he wanted to sleep with her the most yep you really you really nailed this one (laughs) but yeah Ariel got the first one and their day was cute. Yeah, this was like, they picked a good person to do a night market with bugs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I feel like they were just, you know, Ariel was excited to be there and that brought out a good side of Zach. Like, this seems like a good date for Ariel. She said that she enjoys the more adventurous kind of dates mm-hmm. anyway. So, you know, it was it was a good date for her. I would be a little bit sad if I had to eat bugs, but that's because I don't eat things with faces. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, she also talks about how she's ex- very eager to explore the relationship. Mm-hmm. So, so she, they're, they're going through it. It seems promising. She seems a little disappointed about this no sex thing, but probably for the best for her. Yeah, I think that sleep with Zach Shawcross. Correct. Yes, I think number one, I think he would be like way too boring for her in that regard. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Number two, I think she, like, when he says, I'm not having sex with anybody, it's not just you, this is something that I'm doing for everybody this whole week, I think she does a good job of expressing where she comes from on being physical in relationships and how that's something that's important to her, but also respecting mm-hmm. that that's not a choice that he wants to make. Yeah, she d- she handles it very well. I did laugh at them waking up and her saying they, they tried three different positions. And he goes, <laughs> sleeping positions. <laughs> He's like, no, no, not what you think. <laughs> but I like that she was like, I'm going to mess with this man immediately. Right, and this man is like, I feel like the only thing he's concerned about is how people perceive him. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he immediately goes to, no, no, sleeping positions. But I also feel like that's what they look for when they cast The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. They look for an insecure man. <laughs> when they cast The Bachelorette, they're looking for a very strong woman. Mm-hmm. And that's why The Bachelorette relationships tend to be more successful. They look for weak men. Easily manipulated men. Yes. Anything else with Ariel's date that you wanted to talk about? Just that I love her and I want the best for her. And she's too good for anyone and anything. Not just in this franchise, just in general. Yes. And on that note, I like I would love to see her on Paradise, but at the same time, I almost hope that she doesn't go just because there's not going to be anybody there for her. That's what I was going to say. I was like, as much as I would love to see her on my TV again, I cannot think of a single man in Bachelor Nation that is worth her time. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Not yeah. a single one. Who knows? Maybe but, they, uh, Maybe for charity. Maybe. Also, she could just form some really strong friendships on the beach. I'd be down for that too. Right. The... Um... I think one of the things I took away the most from like social media after the women tell all um, looking at Katie, Gabby and Ariel's court coordinated Instagram posts, like Mm -hmm. Ariel seems like a girl's girl and all of these women seem really genuinely to be rooting for each other. Mm -hmm. So maybe she could further her friendships on the beach. The coordinated Instagram post fantastic love fantastic it. but also has me thinking Ooh. maybe too much maybe Ooh. too much thinking maybe too much tell me more it is one thing to be like I support the other women in this that were in this with me but it was also very clearly an anti-Zach post like Zach was stupid we're here for each other yeah like um is it the is it wives club what's the oh um ex-wives club third wives club ex-wives club i think yeah that kind of energy right Mm -hmm. that i was like same picture same caption same time Mm -hmm. group chat is popping off group chat is 100 percent popping off can somebody add are you really telling me one of these women is sitting there with zach right now yeah Maybe not. And I was being like, we just post this picture really quick. Sorry, sweetie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of, we'll get to things that happen later, but I'm very curious to see how this ends. Because I think that there are some people who are more understanding of how the game works 
than others. And Mm -hmm. as a result, some people are more willing to play the game and kind of suck it up and others are ready to go scorched earth. Yeah. So that's really all I have to say about Ariel's date. Mm -hmm. Um, I love her. I hope to see her again on TV or just on Instagram. Either one's fine with me. Same, yeah. Those were my thoughts too. Our second date is my OG pick to win. Yeah. Gabby. <laughs> uh, this date starts off cute. The pirate ship to the private island is pretty cool. I like the pirate ship to the private island. I think that Gabby has been getting some of the best dates. Oh, one best like little moments throughout the season. For sure. Yeah. It's very reminiscent of Susie last season who got all of those special little moments with Clayton. Mm-hmm. Um, we get, this is kind of teased while Ariel is on her date, but Gabby brings up to Zach that she has a lot of insecurity around being the second fantasy suite date and being chosen second because in previous relationships, she was put second Um, She kind of has a meltdown and then tells Zach that she was, in fact, treated so second in one of her previous relationships that she was cheated on. What did you think about this whole little thing from Gabby? It was an interesting time for her to bring this up Mm -hmm. so early on in their date Mm -hmm. that it made me think that, like, oh, these are genuine feelings. Mm -hmm. If she had saved it for, like, the night portion, I'd be like, this is too planned Mm -hmm. and I don't really know how she would feel second with Zach except that she's literally the second date yeah yeah I um I don't want to diminish her feelings because you know everybody's brain interprets things differently and I don't want to like blame her for responding to the situation this way but Mm -hmm. I do think that it's kind of apples and oranges yeah like Zach even says like it's not about who goes first second or third it's about figuring out all these relationships and Zach doesn't even get to pick the order it's the producers who put Gabby second I think that all the contestants continuously forget that Zach has literally no say in what's happening but Gabby had the book Gabby she's trying to act like she doesn't that's true. So maybe she <laughs> maybe she forced herself to spiral. <laughs> like Gabby's an incredible game player. Incredible yeah. game player. Yeah. But they even say in the book not to do what she's doing right now. She went off book for this. <laughs> she did, yeah. She did. I think that they encourage you to like once you get to the playoffs, so like hometowns and beyond, they encourage you to come up with a smaller wall that you build up at the beginning of your time with the lead that can Mm -hmm. be brought down by the end of your time with the lead. So maybe she thought that was what she was doing. And then it kind of like progressed into something much more real. But she also knows that anytime someone has mentioned to Zach the, the fact that this is a show, that they have been sent home yeah so this was a very bold move on her part to talk about the order knowing that mentioning a one-on-one date sent one of his favorite people home yeah 
Yeah, Gabby's had some very risky moves the last couple of weeks. I think that she's really secure in her relationship with Zach because she keeps on doing things that have gotten other women kicked off. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the day portion of their date, even with the break for the mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. And like to Zach's credit, I won't give Zach a lot of credit here, but mm-hmm. to his credit, he was very sweet and took the time to reassure her. Which is how we know that he genuinely likes her because mm-hmm. we've witnessed him not reassure others for bigger things, like things that seem bigger to us. Yep. We've seen how he sent home Jess and Kat for very similar concerns. Mm-hmm. So we get to the night portion. Gabby is playing some like, she's got some lines that are very much like implying that she wants to be physical with Zach, like telling him that he looks hot and in her ITMs, she's talking about, like, getting ready to go into the fantasy suite. Zach lays down the no-sex card. And Gabby, I think, responds maybe with a little bit less grace than Ariel. I think just because she doesn't have a good poker face. Um, mm-hmm. And she wasn't expecting Zach to say this. But she also is, like, respectful of his boundary. And um, did you th- think much of anything about her ITM? saying like initially being like this is fine yeah he can watch me do my skincare routine and then later on saying like who knows what might happen like he says he doesn't want to have sex but like we'll see i i loved the skincare routine line i thought that was beautifully done yeah um i think at that point it was just like producer fed to her Mm -hmm. of like oh like do you think there's a chance like do you really think he'll stick to that like i think anyone's reactions to his like no sex rule has been very that's also probably why all of her ITMs leading up to it were about how she was excited to potentially sleep with Zach. Yeah. The because they, were... they knew that mm-hmm. he was going to dump on her that he wasn't planning on doing that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then they included all of those once they found out that, spoiler alert, they do sleep together. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. I also think um, cutting to the next morning when... Zach is talking about how initially he and Gabby he didn't want to have sex one thing led to another they ended up being intimate and then he has his like therapy session with brother Palmer I one additional piece of credit that I'm going to give Zach I think this is probably the last piece of credit I'm going to give him I appreciated that he was very clear about the fact that it was a decision that they made together yes that was well done on his part of just being like I know they'll try and spin it one way of like and like I'm saying that's not the case like it was something we both decided was important for this specific relationship yeah yeah and again if he hadn't made his no sex boy scout pledge at the beginning of the week this wouldn't have been a problem it this would have just been a normal fantasy suite yeah what did you think about his conversation with Brother Palmer? I f- just want to understand why Zach feels the need to talk to everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. About what's going on. Like, I understand, like, because he's not really asking for advice. He's just like, hey, I said this thing. I didn't do it. Now I'm going to go tell everyone. Yeah, he's just kind of narrating what he's going to do. He's not asking if it's okay or looking for suggestions for how to do things differently he's basically saying this is what happened this is what's gonna happen yeah 
so like brother palmer didn't need to be that could have been an itm yeah that was my thoughts on it no i i agree i this is the first of many instances where it is astoundingly clear that the only person zach is thinking about is himself and how he will be perceived by the people watching this at home Zachary. so after his confession with just with a brother palmer during which he says he's going to he feels like he's keeping a secret he's going to tell ariel what happened he's going to tell katie what happened first he needs to talk to gabby he goes and talks to gabby she is like super excited when he shows up and is like oh did you aren't you supposed to be on a date um one of the bachelor recap podcasts i listen to thinks that she thought he was coming to say like he's he's done and he's picking her that's definitely what she thought that's what makes most logical sense right like he says he's not going to sleep with anybody you guys decide together that you're going to sleep together he's suddenly back like you probably feel pretty confident in your skills in the sack like Mm -hmm. (laughs) what else are you supposed to think but no it's not that it is much worse (laughs) Mm mm-hmm Zach basically tells Gabby that he he repeats this line of like I feel like I'm keeping a secret like I feel like I need to be upfront with the other women about what happened also I want you to know that like I had a great time with you and I'm falling in love with you mm-hmm what How did, did you feel about him saying I'm falling in love with you in this moment? I was ready to throw things like that is it is so manipulative. She is upset by what you're saying. She is upset about the fact that you are not just telling her and the two other women about what you guys did in the fantasy suite. You're telling everyone. The first thing I thought of was if I were Gabby, I'd be thinking, well, now my parents know, my little brother knows, my grandparents know, Mm -hmm. my boss knows, my coworkers know, my friends back home know, and millions of strangers know. Maybe Zach doesn't understand the implications of what he's doing because he got a good edit on the show and didn't receive as much cyberbullying as other people did. But if you've done an ounce of research on this show, you know the women are treated horribly by the general public for things that are edited to look a certain way. You've just Mm -hmm. subjected this girl to millions of death threats for having sex with you. And the fact that you can't even consider whether or not she wants people to know that you guys had sex before doing this, and you can see she's upset, so you're the way you react is to try to slap a Band-Aid on it by saying you're falling in love with her. Like, it's just, it's selfish. It's manipulative. I I hate this man. Throw the whole man away. Throw the whole man away. Yeah, he, it's so clear that he has no clue the implications of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You can tell she, because you said it before, she does not have a good poker face. She has a, a terrible poker face, in fact. <laughs> she has a terrible the look of just like shock of being like I thought this was between 
us like it was our decision it's not for everyone else to have their judgment on and like it was a decision we came to together so also i'm sorry you had a whole night together and a morning without cameras i know for a fact you did not have sex that entire time you were together no it was a small portion of it you couldn't have had this conversation off camera he like i just i don't I don't know what he's thinking, except that I know he's only thinking about himself for exactly that reason. Like, you would like you didn't think to have the conversation of like, so this is different than what I thought Fancy Sweet Week was going to be. This changes things for my other relationships. Like, I'm not going to say I had sex with you, but is it okay for me to like tell the other women like I initially went into this week? not planning to be intimate with anybody and that didn't end up happening like the fact that he just he didn't even think to check with her first to see if it was okay to share this or check if the other woman even wanted to know like yeah boy Maddie we'll and Rachel that. <laughs> were very clear that they're like we didn't need to know this information like because yeah. this person that you slept with is also my friend mm-hmm. like I don't need to know that me and my friend slept with the same person a day apart yeah exactly uh were you also like viscerally angry at him during this conversation I yes was very angry with him but more so just felt my heart was so heavy for Gabby yeah that she was put in the situation for something that should have been special especially with knowing how excited she was when he she saw him and like how she looked like happy excited like kind of at peace during their morning after segment that we got too. like she was on cloud nine she was so so happy and like there like there's no way you have this conversation with him and don't feel like a regret yeah absolutely and for someone who's already stressed that they feel second and that that's something that's hard for them you're gonna say Oh, I broke my rule with you. Now that we've hooked up, mm-hmm. I regret it because there's one more date I'm honestly more excited for. Right. He, like, I don't, I haven't read spoilers. I don't know what happens. It very much seems like he realized that he royally messed up his chances with Katie and he now is going to do whatever he can to salvage that, including. <laughs> destroying this girl's life whether or not he realizes that's what he's doing that is what he did like I have been saying Gabby has been my pick to win but like his reaction to them sleeping together does not point to her being the one he proposes to Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that you were wrong less because you were wrong and more because of what's happening with Gabby but I am also sorry that you were wrong (laughs) (laughs) also he's acting like it was so hard for him to not have sex. It's not that hard. This is not too hot to handle. You'll be okay. Like, he's acting like he's gone through these ridiculous trials and tribulations by trying to just not put his thing where it shouldn't go. Like, come on, man. It's If Nick Vial could do it, you can do it. We also know he's had a sleepover before this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah where nothing happened it's the same thing just later exactly exactly i just uh, the audacity of this man Mm -hmm. 
Anything else you wanted to cover with Zach's uh, bomb drop on Gabby? No, I think I think we covered it well. I think so too. I I have no more thoughts. Poor Katie gets this next date. It looked kind of cool. Like it was reminiscent of um, Rachel's hometown date in the Everglades with Clayton. They get like a little clear canoe mm-hmm. thing and they go down a river. Um, <laughs> the place where they stop rowing is basically a bench in a puddle. Yes, I am looking at a picture of it right now. And... <laughs> what? And like the producers have hung like they look kind of like um marigolds almost. They've got these orange flowers as like little garlands hanging around them, but it looks very like seventh grade dance meets like literal puddle in the woods. Mm-hmm. Very strange setup. Very bizarre. Um, what really besides all of the things that this man has to say, what really got me the most about this conversation is Zach is wearing what look like brand new rainbow flip-flops. So they're like leather flip-flops. Katie is wearing fashion sandals with like wide straps across Mm -hmm. her feet. And they both have their feet entirely submerged in the water for the entirety (laughs) of this conversation. What? Strange. They're going to have such bad rot foot, like Mm -hmm. stinky feet. Um, So Zach basically sits Katie down and says something to the effect of I went into this week not planning on having sex and then oopsie I had sex and it's important for me that you know how um what notes do you have for Zach on this because I know we both have many okay I think what's important for Zach to know first and foremost is that a conversation consists of two people at the very base of it yes otherwise it's a monologue or a soliloquy (laughs) thank you (laughs) and when you engage in conversation you also have to pay attention to nonverbal cues Mm -hmm. allow for questions like did she ask you what you thought going into this week Mm -hmm. was this a conversation any of you had had prior no do you think she wants to know that you slept with her friend no maybe maybe that's something that's a deal breaker for her Mm -hmm. but she would have also had a conversation with you about whether or not that's something the women of the show have done for many seasons now is Mm -hmm. said when that's a deal breaker right prior to fantasy suites Mm -hmm. or they mention it during fantasy suites and that's where it starts to crumble Mm -hmm. you can't just force your guilt on others yep i he blames catholic guilt as a person who's also raised catholic there are ways around that right like therapy (laughs) (laughs) yeah piggybacking off what you said it is abundantly clear that in his attempts to not be villainized like clayton or pilot pete or um other bachelors who I guess it's really like Clayton and Pilot Pete are the two that come to mind for their fantasy suites Mm -hmm. kind of blowing up on them um he is assuming that 
Katie has the same mindset as Maddie Pruitt and Susie. He doesn't give her the opportunity to say whether or not she has the same deal breakers as they did. He just assumes. And in trying to save face and save their relationship, he actually goes completely against what she wants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, again, it's just like, you can't assume you know what someone wants to know. It's like the same way some people are like really big about knowing how many people their partner has slept with before them. Right. If I don't ask you, it's because I don't care or don't want to know. Yeah, exactly. Don't go just giving me that information. Yeah. Because it makes it more uncomfortable. Absolutely. Because now we have to have a conversation that I had no interest in anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I did think at least when we have those conversations in our real life, we're not just on a weird small bench with our feet in a puddle. Ideally, I'd be anywhere else. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's uh, I did think it was interesting. It's been a long time since somebody has taken Katie's approach of, well, yeah, that's that's what happens like I assumed that might happen but I now I now I know it happened now I have no choice but to think about it mm-hmm. um I think Hannah Hannah Ann Sluss on Pilot Pete's season basically gave him like the hall pass of like you know this is what the show is you know you need to figure it out with the other women and I'll still be here at the end of this if that's what you choose to do um, I think Caitlin Bristow on Chris Souls' season was also like, well, yeah, you know, the fantasy suites are for exploring other options. You wouldn't buy a car without test driving at first. Like, a mm-hmm. lot of people go into this knowing that fantasy suites are there for a number of reasons, one of which is to explore relationships physically. But it's mm-hmm. not often that we see the women take this kind of approach I think yeah it's been a while it's been a while since we had I just poor Katie she's like she you talked about how Zach doesn't pick up on her physical cues at all and she just like is immediately so uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. um I think she doesn't know it is Gabby until later but like it's one of two options she's like either it's my best friend in the house or somebody else I'm really close with Mm mm-hmm just bad sad sad I also appreciated when she's like I'm not sure how you expected me to react Zach like I'm not gonna give you a high five and tell you good job that's what she said do you think I'd be like yay (laughs) yeah just like the fact that he's like I didn't know how she was going to react but I never thought it would be like this why didn't you think it would be like this why didn't you think that this was a very real potential outcome of this conversation again he watched Clayton's season yeah he knows that unwarranted transparency has led to negative outcomes in very recent seasons yeah what was surprising to him here's the thing though I think he thinks that the negative outcome was because of the sex. I think he doesn't recognize that it was less the sex and more the willy-nilly I love yous. So that hurts me. Just, ugh. 
teach your kids how to empathize with other people teach your kids to put themselves in other people's shoes and think about how what they're doing will affect the people around them because it's so blatantly clear to me that Zach is only thinking about himself right now Mm -hmm. and like Katie and him had the opportunity to have a fantastic fantasy suite date whether they chose to sleep together or not like we know they were gonna have a great time and now she's only going to associate it with the fact that he just like dropped this on her early on ish like they still have the whole night yeah like did they even talk about much of anything before he dropped this colossal bomb on her it kind of seemed like he was just waiting until they could get to a point where they could talk about it like why didn't you just wait until the cameras were off to have this conversation too once again why are we having these conversations on camera when this the whole point of fantasy suite is to have off-camera time for tough conversations yeah yeah exactly i if i were katie i too would want to go home at this point because this guy is very clearly showing how selfish he is in this Mm -hmm. moment like it's selfish to sleep with somebody else if you know who you're picking Mm -hmm. going into this week Number two, it's selfish to rely on the person you presumably are going to pick to assuage you of the guilt you have associated with sleeping with a girl who you're not going to pick at the end of this. Mm -hmm. Just, ugh, Zach, throw the whole man away. Throw the whole man. He's, Zach, I told you at the beginning of the season, don't make me regret rooting for you. And (laughs) you did not listen. We really were, like, you more so than me, but after the first couple of episodes, I was really rooting for Zach, too, and I'm just, I'm not here for this. You just hurt me. And you. All of America. Same. I blame Zach for the reason that Bachelorette is starting at 9 p.m. instead of 8. I, there are a few things in this world that will make me more upset than them messing with my Bachelorette schedule. I, this is his fault. In his alone. <laughs> Was there anything else that uh Katie said during her um her daytime portion that you wanted to discuss? Um, I liked her going off and talking to producers and being like, What the heck? Yeah. And her continuing to reiterate to him that he should keep some things to himself. Yeah, I um I was very impressed by her ability to stick to her guns during the daytime portion. Mm-hmm. Low-key, I was sad that she showed up for the nighttime portion. I was too. I don't think she should have. He, at this point, has to choose her because of what she said to him when she sat down, which was basically like, I took some time to reflect on it. Like, I'm willing to make this work. I think you're worth it. I think we're worth it. Like, nobody else is going to react like this. Like, I think that she has, during her reflecting time, she realized, like, it's more worth it for me in terms of, you know, whether it's Instagram followers, whether it's not getting people coming at her in her DMs, whether it's mm-hmm. she genuinely likes Zach and wants to make it work. She has figured out that strategically it is a better choice for her to ride this out. Yes. Yeah. I am shocked that that was the, she reflected and came to this point, but I was also shocked when Rachel, Rekia, and Gabby also came back for Clayton. Yeah. 
I was most shocked when Gabby tried to leave and then came back for Clayton. Mm-hmm. So people continue to surprise us. Not the men, but everyone else. <laughs> the men surprise me in a bad way. The women surprise me in a more traditional mm-hmm. surprise. That's a good way to put it. So after Zach and Katie go into their fantasy suite and Correct me if I'm wrong here. Did she basically say like sex was off the table for her? Because it seems like heavily implied that they were not gonna bone. I don't know if she said it, but they definitely made it seem like they weren't going to. Mm -hmm. Which I think depending on what is important to you in a relationship, that's probably the right call. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm guessing, like, if she really needs it, like, she and Zach can figure out a way to get, like, more off-camera time before a proposal, Mm -hmm. but, yeah, I think that there's just, like, there's too much, like, negative energy. They had a lot to talk about. They had a lot to talk about. (laughs) Um, And was it Katie that got the Night at the Museum date, too? Mm -hmm. It was Katie, yeah. See, she's had two chances. Yeah. Yeah. At least she had one positive overnight experience with him. That's true. Yeah, she got a very (laughs) cute overnight date earlier. (laughs) So we, from Katie and Zach agreeing to go into the fantasy suite together, the next thing we see is the rose ceremony. So Zach Mm -hmm. made this whole big deal about how he wanted to tell both Ariel and Katie that he broke his no sex pledge. Mm -hmm. We never see him tell Ariel. Do you think that he did? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. He made it sound like he wanted to tell both of them, but no, he just wants to tell Katie because he wants to be with Katie. Yeah, selfish. The same way Clayton had no intentions of telling Gabby and Rachel that he slept with the other Mm -hmm. until the person he wanted to choose wanted to know. Yep. Yep. Um... Or he told her and she had literally no reaction because she doesn't care because she's too cool. Right. I like I almost want to be like Ariel was probably like, oh good, you're not gonna get engaged to somebody before sleeping with them. That's good. Good job, Zach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so rose ceremony. This man, he gives Katie the first rose over Gabby. Gabby, who has said, I feel upset about being chosen second. I feel like I've never made the priority in relationships. Gabby, who off camera has talked about how he basically Mm -hmm. said, like, she feels like he regrets sleeping with her. Like, the absolute least you can do for this poor girl who is spiraling out of control after you've just plastered your sex lives all over TV without consulting her first, the least you can do is give her the first rose. Yeah. Once he did that... Not that he, I had much left to support him. I was like, you making this choice to try and show Katie that she's the one for you when you know you have royally screwed up with Gabby. Like, yeah, you have aired your dirty laundry. You know, you know, women don't talk about their sex lives as publicly. Yeah. You're a man that exists in this world. So you know that. So, like, she's already talked to you about feeling second. Now she's going to feel like a hoe, honestly. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, oh, you slept with me and you 
didn't even give me the furrows. Yeah. Like, you clearly just wanted to be physical with me. Like, that's all you see this as. Yeah. Like, regardless of how he feels about Gabby now or how he felt about her during their fantasy suite, like, all she feels like right now is a booty call. Exactly. And I hate that for her. She deserves better. You know who knows they deserve better and handled themselves perfectly was Ariel when she gets sent home. My queen didn't even shed a single tear. But this man doesn't deserve her tears. She's way too cool for him. Too good, too polished, too smart, too poised. She was so relaxed about it. Yeah. And I do think that she was probably sad, but also I hope she knows her worth enough to know, like, this is not the man to be sad about. I think that's what it was. I think she... Maybe she had a Rachel Reckia, Zach Shalcross fantasy suite moment. Oh, I totally forgot about this. So Zach, as he's giving his little speech about like expectations for himself and falling short and all that other garbage that he's spewing before giving out roses, the camera pans to Ariel and you she looks like the lady doing math meme. Like she's figuring it yeah. out. She's <laughs> like, oh, I went first. He clearly slept with somebody else. Like I'm going home. Mm-hmm. Like she knew, I think. I love her. I do too. I hope I hope she finds a nice rich man to take good good care of her because it's what she mm-hmm. deserves. Yeah. I hope she becomes queen of a small country. <laughs> she she it is what she deserves. <laughs> uh anything from the preview for next week that you want to discuss? I am just worried to see how this will go at this point. The fact that he is telling Gabby that it's he's having a hard time making a decision during their one-on-one time, like, mm-hmm. how dumb are you? So dumb. So dumb. Just awful. I just feel like it's going to be a terrible episode for Gabby. Yeah. But I also don't know... Like, Katie's pissed, and rightfully so. I don't see that, like, bouncing back anytime soon. Yeah, I, um, on the one hand, I do think that she's figured out that, like, in terms of the strategy, it's the better move to be the good wife and, Mm -hmm. like, suck it up and go through with the proposal and stick by Zach. But she deserves better than this Mm -hmm. like if Zach actually knew he was going to choose you and it seems like he did he had no business sleeping with your best friend yeah just justice for Katie justice justice for Gabby of course Mm -hmm. of course justice for all these women like just stupid Zach stupid Zach you want to get into our picks yeah let's get into our picks who did you think was best dressed this week? I always think Arielle is best dressed. Yeah. She has excellent fashion taste. Um, I thought all of her looks were great. My favorite item of clothing worn this week, um, Gabby had this white blouse with like puffy sleeves. It's that kind was of like an cute. eyelet pattern. And the little bows in the back, it's like an open back just with the little ties. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I might actually get that for myself. Yeah, that was cute. I liked that a lot. Uh, favorite date this week? Probably Gabby's date. Yeah. Their little daytime portion was cute. 
and like seemed like something I would genuinely enjoy going on Ariel's date I thought was cool like it was like a little different it's more quirky for her Katie's like aesthetically was pleasing but I feel like is not a good setup for conversation or like getting to like really hang out when you're you have to focus on like paddling yeah 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 I think in terms of temperature too Gabby's looked the best like Mm -hmm. Ariel and Zach have to take a little bike cab like a pedicab to their night market location and they're both like Ariel still looks good but like her hair's got some good frizz to it by the time they arrive (laughs) uh Katie it was also raining while they had their feet in the puddle like Mm -hmm. just it looked it looked not super fun who do you think had best use of time this week um I think (laughs) I think Katie taking her daytime portion to reflect was probably the best use of time because if she if it were me I would have just left at that point (laughs) I was gonna say I think best use of time was uh Jesse Palmer for showing up for Zach's monologues and then getting to just enjoy Thailand and also Loki trying to be like are you sure you want to not have sex this week (laughs) he's like no one told you you had to say this like you can take it back we can cut this part nobody's making you do this (laughs) uh did you have a yikes this week um my yikes of the week would be zach saying he's falling in love with gabby after saying that he's going to tell the other woman that he they slept together yeah um For me, I think it's when he sees Gabby walking up, he like leans over and like waves to the side and he looks like a cartoon character. Just like, what, what are you doing with your body? Good sir. I take it back. You reminded me of when he kisses Gabby's head. Have you seen those pictures? His lips like this. Yeah. Like his, yeah, his lip like folds over the other lip or whatever. I can't even do, I'm. You guys can't see on can see though, <laughs> of my attempt to do it with my mouth, and I just don't know. It looked like a cartoon, like <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't do it. That was the biggest yikes, and I have had so many people continue to send me the picture and be like, "Did you see this?" I'm like, "Yes," and I want to never see it again. <laughs> I'll have to post it when I post the link for the, the <laughs> podcast, so everybody knows what face we're talking about. But it's it's. It defies mm-hmm. logic, and it is truly a yikes. That is a yikes. Oh, I had blocked it out of my mind, and now it's back. <laughs> and to wrap up this week's picks, we have a new category, special edition, just for this episode. What was Zach's most punchable moment for you? Zach's most punchable moment. Maybe this is when he says he's falling in love with Gabby. That was my most punchable moment. I think that is actually his most punchable moment. The yikes is just him as a person. Yeah. He is He is a human yikes. He is a human yikes. Speaking of um, human yikes and wanting to punch Zach, I hear your mom has some thoughts. Oh. Let's start. Gotta scroll up for a second. <laughs> I texted her and said, what were your thoughts on Fantasy Suite Week on Bachelor? Twitch responded, oh, don't get me started. <laughs> and then she did get started. Gabby should have slapped him. 
I believe he wanted to try and do the no sex thing, but what happened between them on each night should have been between them. It's the first time that a guy comes out and says, hey, I had sex with this person. It's always implied, but never directly named. I think after he had sex with Gabby, he changed his mind and used the I want to be honest card. Does he really think that telling a woman I had sex with my other gal last night, but I want you to know that it was going, I wanted you to know that it was going to go well with three question marks, four exclamation points. He disrespected Gabby big time. And to make it harder to go, I don't know what word she's trying to say here, go on national TV. She has the right to be pissed and Katie should have walked away. She told him that the information delivery was wrong and she didn't need it to hear that. But she should have said more and slapped him too. <laughs> then the way she goes to Gabby and tells her, I know you were the one before the rose ceremony. It was so weird. That was. Oh, we didn't talk about that either. Yeah. Um, um, we'll get back to that after your mom finishes her thoughts. No, we've got we've got a ways to go. <laughs> yeah, she tried to tell her she should not have feel ashamed, but girl, you just called her out again on national TV after the stupid guy has done the same. Plus the level of hypocrisy from him. If he wanted to be honest, why he never said anything to Ariel. I think he did the no sex thing because he thought she would not accept the fantasy suite. Gabby should tell him off and get an apology, but a sincere one on national TV and walk away because she will always carry that sour memory with her and there is no way trust can be built between them. He just destroyed any trust she had and in a very humiliating way katie should see what he's all about and sent him packing to out of respect he should propose to gabby just to clean the mess he did but i know he won't and she should say no he is too selfish and arrogant to which i responded i can't decide if this is worse than what clayton did yeah that's what a lot of people have been wondering did she have thoughts on that too yes um she says, it is worse. He came up multiple times and said he had sex with and named the woman and then approached both, which I feel like is also what Clayton did, but those are my Clayton, mom's thoughts. Clayton at least said, like, I was intimate with both of you, so, like, maybe there was a little bit of room for interpretation, but yeah. That, I, think, I think maybe the word sex itself was very triggering to my mother. Yeah. Um, I would like to discuss if this is worse than what Clayton did, if you mm-hmm. would like to discuss. I would like to discuss. So both were really bad. Mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> where Clayton went wrong was he was using the facts presented to him at that moment, like with the women in that scenario and was trying to make up for his mistakes like he didn't start talking about sex until Susie asked him about it mm-hmm. and I feel like he because he didn't want the other women to leave and he wanted to see if he could make it work with one of them mm-hmm. he wanted to like clear the air he just didn't realize that doing it the way that he did was horrible mm-hmm. Rose ceremony from hell exactly like Clayton, to me, it seemed less about preserving his image and more about preserving his relationships. Mm -hmm. Zach, it just, it seems a lot more selfish to me. I could be wrong, but it just seems a lot more about wanting to preserve himself and save himself. I think that makes sense. Because I was thinking, I was like, Clayton's approach was, I felt worse because it was like, just a group rose ceremony where he was like yeah. by the way I did this yep um think about it get back to me yeah and that just yep. felt so impersonal mm-hmm. and then Zach was just like was almost too 
personal about it. Yeah, yeah. There should be some place in the middle. Yeah. But I think based off of, like, I would agree with you, based on, like, actual reasoning behind it, Zach's is worse. Like, this is clearly just for his own Mm self-preservation. Clayton was like, maybe I should be transparent because it it would it's a real thing that will affect our relationship if we choose to continue anything after this yeah. so and he like approached it poorly and i do think it is important to tell like if you get engaged to somebody i think it's important for them to know everything that happens on tv like i think that's part of why ben and lauren bushnell didn't work out was like he didn't do a great job of explaining his whole relationship with jojo to her before they got Mm -hmm. engaged um but i also think like we've said and like katie said like it's up to the other person to lead that conversation Mm -hmm. because otherwise you're just going to feel like not a priority yeah regardless of what happened you're going to feel like oh did he make the right choice like is she sure about me if he has feelings for her yeah um katie telling gabby that she knows she was the only one that zach slept with very strange very strange katie has commented on a couple tiktoks about people posting about it saying that that was taken out of context they had a whole conversation and i was like that is believable they are good friends yeah i think she was more so trying to just be like i know this happened like don't worry like we're still cool but like the way they cut it made it seem like she was just like trying to get into gabby's head mm-hmm. yeah and gabby's saying she feels like she's wearing a scarlet letter yeah i would too i told you rude so rude so rude good literary reference though mm-hmm. oh boy i am not eager to see how zach gets himself out of this mess but i am curious to see how zach gets himself out of this mess and i think it's clear to all of us that katie is our final pick yeah, I didn't even include that as one of our picks to discuss um, because, like, how else does this end? I was like, again, I feel like he only feels conflicted because he did sleep with Gabby. Uh-huh. So he feels like he should choose her after saying that he didn't want to have sex with anyone until yep. this thing. But And that's I why don't. he's making her feel like he regrets it. Yes. Because on some level he does. And that's really, really messed up. But also the fact that she just got this happening to her at the end and isn't chosen as next bachelorette. Yeah. Crazy. Just deeply upsetting. Yeah. Very excited for Charity. Very excited to see where her season takes her. But like in any other season, this would have been. Yeah. A easy pick. This is like almost, this is worse than what happened with Ben and Jojo, but this is like a very similar scenario to what got jojo the bachelorette yeah. role over kayla who had already filmed a bunch of stuff to be the bachelorette mm-hmm. do you think we see gabby on paradise do you think that they do another back-to-back bachelorette season to give her a shot i feel like probably paradise yeah like first person on the beach paradise mm-hmm. yeah i kind of hope she doesn't do it i think they really screwed her over i think so too i think she should enjoy whatever comes after this but I don't think it should be another bachelor show I mean paradise does seem like a better vibe overall but like I I wouldn't trust these people after what they did to her Mm -hmm. 
we'll see i am i just don't know what they would choose as her like promo thing on paradise yeah uh maybe maple syrup again yeah <laughs> no more maple syrup i don't want her on paradise <laughs> um this has been fun um I was thinking maybe we should ask our listeners so the finale for stupid Zach is tomorrow or is Monday March 27th yeah tomorrow yeah March 27th um and then charity's season doesn't start until June so we've got a three-month off season so if people have ideas for what they'd like us to do in between um, there's a new season of Love is Blind that just started. We could do that. Uh, we could go back and watch an old season of The Bachelor and do a couple of like special recap episodes. Um, How I Met Your Father is back. We could do that. If people have things that they're interested in, let us know. Yeah, keep us posted. Because Annalise and I love to meet every week and chat about whatever. We have so much fun. It's a great excuse for us to catch up. Mm-hmm. But until then, we'll... See you guys for this finale, and then we'll be freed from this horrible, horrible man. Thank goodness. (laughs) Thank goodness.